I want to go on record and say that I finally have a child that is taller than me. And it's so exciting to have this milestone. I know not every kid is taller than their mom, but here we go. Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you, mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. So I'm mentioning how tall my kid is, right? And my middle kid is taller than me. My oldest, regretfully, um, regretfully to her, not me, is shorter than me and probably will be until I start shrinking. And that's okay. She's just the right height for her. She's healthy and all those things. But my middle kid is taller than me by about a half inch at this point, maybe an inch. And it's exciting. And it reminds me how easy it is to see kids' physical growth, but how hard it is to see kids' emotional growth, um, mental growth, spiritual soul growth, all of those things, you have to slow down to notice. Even the physical growth, like once they get to a certain point, right? Like you might not notice for a while, oh my gosh, my kid's pants are really short. They have had a giant growth spurt. Like it sometimes sneaks up on you once they're past like toddlerhood where they are constantly growing and being measured. So how do you take the time to notice your amazing kids and the amazing life you already have? Well, you have to slow down. One of my favorite ideas is that humans are complicated houseplants. And yes, that is a gross simplification, right? But the idea is that, you know, we need food, um, water, and sunlight. <laughs> we need some fresh air. That are, That our needs are really basic when we simplify it down. And... And I like that idea about potted plants for another reason, houseplants, is that being a houseplant is one of my favorite ways to parent my kids. And I asked this on Instagram the other day about like kids and parents playing together and how you interact. And sometimes your kids may ask you, hey, will you play with me? And that's really fun and it can be complex and it can be really confusing and exhausting too as a parent, especially if the play is something you don't understand. Like my son has this game, right? I'm sure I've talked about it here before, Zominoes, which is zombie dominoes. And um, it's been going on for four years or so, I think. And it's getting more complex every time we play it. And my brain doesn't hold all the rules. So it frustrates him and it frustrates me, but we play it. (laughs) Other times when your kids ask you to play, it's actually that they just want you to stay close. When my kids ask me to play video games, I'm pretty sure that they don't actually want my skill set playing the video game with them. 
what they want is for me to snuggle on the couch with them while they rock out at what they're doing. Sometimes, though, as moms, it's really easy to dismiss this idea that that potted plant time of just sitting next to your kid matters. And it matters so much. Because the moment you sit down, your brain is probably flooded with a thousand other tasks that you have forgotten to do. And then your anxiety creeps up and you're trying to choose between this great thing of hanging out with your kid and these other tasks that you need to get done. So I'm asking you this week to schedule some potted plant time into your life or just make it a goal of certain potted plant time per week. Sometimes this potted plant time is actually interactive, right? When you're hanging out with your kid and it's not just sitting and observing them. And that's great. But here's why I think potted plant time matters. Because potted plant time gives you time to notice the growth that is hard to see. Potted plant time gives you a moment to take that deep breath, drink a cup of water, maybe sit in some sunlight next to your kid and notice, hey, my kid isn't um, like as panicked when they lose this level anymore. I noticed that there used to be much stronger negative reactions to challenges in this video game. Or I've noticed that my kid's vocabulary has like exploded. And where did they ever learn that word? That's so cool. During potted plant time, I think the hardest part for me is letting myself sit and observe without being being the peanut gallery. Okay, I'm learning this and it is a challenge. Let me tell you that parenting during the teen years is kind of what I remember coaching my husband through during our newlywed years that sometimes I just wanted to talk and be listened to that. I didn't want him to immediately solve my problems or offer me ideas. Turns out (laughs) that our kids, especially our tweens and teens, really want that too. (laughs) And it's healthy. So knowing that I'm going into potted plant mode, I've built a basket. (laughs) As you know, I like baskets. And um, and what's in it right now is a washcloth I'm knitting, a scrubber dishcloth actually, and, and it's a simple pattern that requires zero thinking. And that's what I need to help activate that potted plant time. I learned this about myself when we were homeschooling everyone. And I could sit at the table and watch them struggle and rework the problems without giving them too much help, waiting for them to ask for help if I had something in my hands to keep them busy. But my hands needed to be doing something that they could do without me thinking about it because I didn't want to be mad if I got interrupted and I didn't want to be lost in my thoughts about what my hands were doing. I wanted to be a present observer. 
but a silent present observer. Because in those potted plant moments, those observations that I can quietly do if I'm sitting there knitting many dishcloths, that's when I notice the growth. And that's when I can gather the data. So at bedtime or when we're driving in the car together or going on a walk or lounging after dinner or sitting at the breakfast table, right? All these small moments. I have some data I've collected about my kid, about their growth, educational growth, mental growth, soul growth. And I can give them direct compliments and praise later. I can give them moments where I can tell them that I've seen you and I've acknowledged you and you're really important to me, that I've been thinking about this and I wanted you to know that I noticed this. You're valued. (laughs) How often do we wish we had more of that in our lives, right? We often wish that maybe looking back in your childhood or just in your daily life right now, that you had someone that often told you, I like you just the way you are. I am so glad you are part of our family I love you so much. You can say that to your kids a lot as the parent. You get to, right? Like that's the joy of being the parent. But also you can say that to yourself and give yourself that same gift. And that's kind of the other, (laughs) the winning thing about the potted plant parenting is that when I'm sitting there noticing my kids and seeing their growth, I'm also noticing my own growth about what I'm comfortable with with what they're doing and what I'm uncomfortable with with what they're doing, how I'm choosing to pause and not react and take time to respond. Potted plant parenting is a moment for you too. And it's amazing. It's a mindfulness activity, right? In a world that's really busy and where it's really easy to get distracted by loud, noisy things. Taking time to connect and just be and be a human being isn't isn't easy. It sounds simple, but it isn't easy. I want to leave you this quote by Toni Morrison. When a child walks in the room, your child or anybody else's child, do your eyes light up? That's what they're looking for. So build some simplicity into your week. Allow yourself to be a potted plant. Stay still. Move slowly and let your eyes light up. Notice how your wonderful children are growing and tell them about it. You are exactly the right mom for your kids. And I know you don't always feel like a good enough mom, but I think you are one. Now let's give you a moment of self-care. Today's moment of self-care is inspired by my daily walks alone. And I think I've done this one recently, 
but that's okay. I'm doing it again. Take a moment and go on a walk alone. Seriously, get some fresh air outside. The treadmill doesn't count for this. <laughs> set a timer. One of my favorite tricks is to set like a five minute timer or seven and a half minute timer and then use that as my reminder to turn around. I've been doing that since I was a newlywed and my husband would go deep, deep, deep under the ocean on submarines. That I just needed that initial oomph that seven and a half minutes didn't seem like it was too much. And for your family fun, (laughs) I absolutely want you to schedule some potted plant time into your day where you just sit in the corner by your kids and notice them. They don't have to invite you there. I just want you to become a potted plant around your kids. Notice and observe and savor the kids that you have in this moment. I know if you have like toddlers and preschoolers, you're like, Christy, this is like my life. I'm sitting in their playroom all day long to keep them safe and alive. I understand. (laughs) It changes and it's going to change fast on you. But even then, take time to notice your kids instead of scrolling through your phone or reading a book or writing to you list. Just set like a two minute timer even and be a potted plant. If you also want another thing, I love telling my kids cheesy jokes. And here is today's cheesy joke. What does a mountain wear to keep warm in the winter? A snow cap. (laughs) Okay. I hope you have a good enough day. And if you want to learn more, I'm saving this at the end because I'm tiptoeing into here. If you want to learn more about the Good Enough Mom Society that I'm launching very soon, I would love for you to check out the show notes and sign up so I can tell you more about it. Because motherhood is too fragile to do alone, too serious to be serious. And you get to be a human during all of it knowing that you're exactly the right mom for your kids. That's what the Good Enough Mom Society is for. We're all gems and we can shine together. Bye, everyone.